Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Late Night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. I mean, that's already the best five minutes of radio you've heard all day. 0344 499 1000. You're listening to Late Night Alternative with me, Catherine Boyle. So, what's alternative about it? Well, Rather than stirring you up with a great big wooden spoon, I'm just going to sit back and let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. 0344 499 1000. Don't swear, don't be libelous, but other than that, the floor, my friend, is yours. I'm going to be here right the way through till one o'clock. I've got some stuff to talk to you about, but it's by no means the only thing up for grabs. So give me a shout on that number and, um, and we'll chew the fat. 0344 499 1000. We've got Alan Caddick on the line already. Of course I have. Hey, Alan. Hey, Kath. Hey, what's going on with you tonight? Well, I'm looking forward to something that's happening tomorrow night on ITV. What's happening tomorrow night on ITV? Alan Carr's epic game show. Oh, they're bringing back... Bullseye, play your card right, strike your lucky, take your pick, and... Bullseye, play your card right, take your pick, strike your lucky. And strike it lucky, blind mate. What, all in one night? No, over five weeks. Oh, I was going to say, he's going to be a very busy Come on, man no, otherwise. It's play a card right. Okay. Uh, I haven't watched that as an adult. I, I don't remember it being um, wonderful, but you may disagree. But it really was hosted by one of the best entertainers of all time, the late Sir Bruce Forsyth. I straddled Bruce, Bruce Forsyth about a, w- a month ago. You know, he's buried underneath, well, his, rem- his ashes are underneath the Palladium stage. No, I yeah, know that. yeah, 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 yeah. So he's always underneath the limelight. But two, uh, one game show they sort of brought back, which I'm glad they didn't. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Right now, I did watch that as a kid, and apparently, for the adults watching, it was just as um, difficult to work out what those riddles were all about. Because it, 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 it... that, Cam, I'm going to put your knowledge to the test. Go on then. The clue object is a large wishbone. The rhyme. Take one that never changes at a pub at, at a of stone, bring them all up to date, and now you're on your own. What? Go again. Take one that never changes at a pub at a precious stone, bring them all up to date, and now you're on your own. Uh, is the answer um, 
Is the answer um, a minimizer bra? Well, let me break it down. Take one that never changes, but could relate to dusty bin, which is where you might throw a large wristbone. Rather pub and a precious stone, but it doesn't really count to dusty, does it? Bring them all up to date, and now you're on your own. One that never changes is a constant. A pub can also be an inn. but lots of precious stones, but how many go with constant in? How about oval? Constant oval, up to date, but pride of turkey, you rejected a 3 2 one holiday. Oh. Um... How did anyone ever win anything on that programme? That's like a sort of riddle my kids would come up with. You need a name code-breaker to solve it. I know, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I reckon they chose the answer on the sp at the spur of the moment. There was no answer to that. That's impossible. Well, Why would you go for Dusty Bin straight away, one that never changes? Because Dusty was always part of the show and he's oh. always been the booby prize. And remember, yeah, if true. you won Dusty at the end of the show, all you got was a brand new dustbin. I had a dusty bin money box and I had a dusty bin container for my um, Cindy clothes. Well, I've got a dusty bin money box, which is like 30-odd years old. And yeah. all the pieces are still there. Beautiful. I've got it through eBay. Well, oh, you bought it new. Well, you bought it from eBay. It wasn't yours that you kept. No, it wasn't, it wasn't brand new. I, I got it about... Five years ago on eBay, and all the bits are still there because you can change the face on Dusty. You can have different faces. Like Potato Head. It, it was on that same line, yeah. Yeah, gosh, wow. Endless fun. Endless fun. All right, then. So, apart from tomorrow night uh, watching um, that, yeah, what, what else are you going to do? Well, got the Sunday lunch cooking on Sunday. We don't know what meat we're having yet. We haven't decided yet. And looking forward to the easing of the lockdown on Monday when we can get back to the outdoor market. Right. Oh, is that what's happening? Well, boys announced it yesterday. But the outdoor I didn't hear anything about the outdoor market, that's all. Well, they're opening on June the 1st, and on June the 15th, all the other nonsense stocks will be reopening. And on Monday, we turn a horse racing. Oh, gosh, really? At but Newcastle. not. Not with crowds, though, surely. No, it's behind closed doors at the moment. I've been limiting the field to 12 winners in each race. Well, OK. Um, did you watch the Grand National, the virtual one? I did. Bit of a stock result for Potter's Corner winning. Right. And if it was the world thing, it would have been the first winner for Wales in 100 years. Yeah. Um, OK. Well, there you go. It's all going to be fun, fun, fun for you, Alan Caddick. I'm glad that you're having... Um, well, you've got, you've got light at the end of your tunnel, so to speak. We're, we're getting back to some sense of normality, whatever normal is. Well, I know. Can you, I can barely remember normal. Can you? Oh, it's strange times we're living in, but we've just got to take each day as it comes. I mean, wise words, Alan. So where are you living at the moment? Are you with your parents or I'm, are you living on I'm, your own? I'm at my mum and dad's at the moment. OK. I'm and how's that... I'm able to get back to the flat soon. You'd rather be on your own for a bit? Well, we'll just wait. We've had, a few, we've had a few crosswords during the lockdown, but it'd be great to have my own space. Do you know what? I think that, you know, there's no... That doesn't say anything bad about your relationship with your parents. The fact is, at a certain point in your life, there's a reason why grown-ups don't live with other grown-ups. Yeah, but I'm still the baby of the family. It doesn't matter how old I am, I'm still the baby. I know, I know, I know. But you're a man and you want to be a man by yourself sometimes, right? That's why I tend to stay outside and enjoy the good weather. 
Well, my mum and dad watched Coronation, classic Coronation Street. <laughs> classic Coronation Street. On ITV3 and classic Emmerdale. And Where are they up to at the moment with, with classic Coronation Street? Well, at the moment we're in 1995 where the brewery's just informed Bet, but the Werther's is up for sale. Oh, I think I was still watching it then. Is um, Deirdre with Shamir yet? It, Shamir died in 1994. Oh, right, so she's um, still getting over that. He got stabbed. I remember. He gave Tracy his kidney when he died. Oh, no. And Deirdre's living in a block of flats owned by Mike Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Now, doesn't Mike Baldwin try to rekindle things with her? Or am I remembering that wrong? I think that was, I think that was on, on his deathbed when he confessed to Ken Barlow that Deirdre loved him and he died. That was his last words to Ken. I know. What a, what a love triangle that was. One for the ages. Who would you have picked if you were Deirdre? Would you have picked Ken or would you have picked Mike? I would have gone for a customer like my I would have gone for a bit of stability with Ken. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause I would have gone Mike every time. No, but, but Mike's a bit of adventure. He's a bit of a devil, temptation of a devil. But with stability, <laughs> you, you got to go with Ken. I know, but I mean, they're stable and they're just so stable. It's boring, isn't there? No, but... If they kept the if Deirdre didn't have me a favourite wife, we could have been talking about having their own children. Gosh, but it, yeah. But they did adopt Tracy. They and, did. And, and look how she turned out. Well, I know. What a madam she was. When I was really little, my granddad, Bert, found a, an advert, an advert in the paper. They were looking for a new Tracy Barlow. And he said, oh, our Catherine could do that. Do you know what my dad said? What? Over my dead body. Things could have been so different. Oh no! And now, and now we're going to see a mini Tracy in her daughter Amy. Oh, how old is Amy now? Because I haven't watched it for yonks. Oh, I think she's, I think she's about sixteen. Uh oh. Yeah, sixteen. Here comes trouble. Yeah, because when on her birthday they went on the party bus to scatter Dennis's ashes in Blackpool, but they never made it because his ashes were won over by an ambulance. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So Coronation Street's still doing the comedy now and again, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Good. It got a little bit dark for a while, didn't it? I mean, it's had murders, it's had disasters. This was pre-lockdown, though. All oh, right, I see. I mean, they are going to resume filming on Monday, but it'd be interesting to see how they do look at the lockdown in Weatherfield. I wonder whether we're going to have a load of those. Do you know, like when they do specials? Do you remember when? Um, for example, uh, Jack and Vera had like a whole thing and it was just them two in the house. I wonder if they're going to do loads of those. Well, you know the archers, they're doing monologues in separate homes because of a lockdown. Are they? Yeah. Oh, I thought they weren't going to do... Are they referring to lockdown or not? Has that hit the archers or not? Yeah, it's hit the archers. Everyone's right. recording monologues from their own homes. Oh, blimey. Because they can't record in the studios in Birmingham, so they're all recording from their own homes, the actors. But when you say monologues, what, so a whole, the whole episode is one person and their train of thought? Yeah, during the lockdown. Blimey. Gosh. Look, we have to listen to Radio 4 to get that sorted. I might have to have a listen, because that sounds very curious indeed. Or, or, it's on the, or it's, can't get a radio, go on the BBC Sounds app.
Um, so these monologues are they sort of are they like normal people during lockdown who would on would be on their own sort of um, wondering whether it's too early to go to the fridge again or yeah. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's all about what's happening in Ambridge. Yeah, gosh, not a lot by the sounds of things. Well, like I say, we have to listen to Radio Four Tab and see what's going on. We will indeed. Thank you, Alan. It's nice to talk to you, by the way. Anyway, but like I say, it's the last time I'm calling for Wildcard, it's back on my list, so the band will be back in place. Hmm. Yeah, but when you move out, it won't be, will it? True. But, but like I say, I don't know when that will be. Come on, Alan, are you a man or a mouse? Just tell him you'll keep it down. In fact, your dad w doesn't have to know that you're talking to Ian. Pretend no, it's I, me. I had to get permission off my mum to speak to you tonight, but she said I can call you as long as I do the kitchen. Flipping it. Is, it. is it worth it? It is to talk to you, Kath. Correct answer. Thanks very much, Alan Caddick. I'm going to say goodnight to you now. Take care. Shh. Oh, I don't mean you're getting banned as well. 0344 You're listening to Talk Radio, and, um, I mean... Uh, Anything goes. Give us a shout. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. I'm Catherine Boyle. Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The big question tonight is your Deirdre Barlow. I'm going to put back in the day because otherwise we'll get a load of wags saying there. Mm, she's not doing anything now. Back in the day. So, Ken or Mike? I reckon I know which way it's going to go, but I mean, some of you, I, really? Would you go for stability if it meant Ken? And also, Ken had his moments, didn't they? And when I say moments, I mean um, flings. 0344 499 1000. I know, hot topics, hot topics. The things that everyone wants to talk about. Um, so, yeah, give me a shout. We've got um, some good news, um, COVID-type news, finally, in the form of this from The Mirror. Care Home installs glass so people can see loved ones for the first time in weeks. I know a lot of people have been doing the window visits. So, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a relative that can make it down to a ground floor, the um, carers will put them on one side of the window. You can stand in the courtyard or the car park outside and, you know, through the miracle of a telephone, you'll be able to talk to each other. You know, like in an old-fashioned prison film from the, from America. Well, this is similar, except you can be indoors, which is always handy. The weather was, is not going to hold out. Uh, so there's a really nice story here in the mirror, you know, which is a little um, flash of light amidst the darkness. Little Isla's dimpled fingers instinctively reach out to her great-grandmother Jean Johnson's frail hands as they meet again in Jean's care home for the first time after 11 long weeks under lockdown. 
and the rush of absolute joy which suddenly animates 81-year-old Jean's face prompts an instant grin from the toddler. Ah. That joy and this emotional reunion is all possible because of a simple perspex wall. Like care home residents up and down the country, Jean, who's living with Alzheimer's, hasn't been allowed to receive any visits. Because she struggles with video calls, her grandson, Richard Johnson, who's 34, and his 15-month-old have not been able to see her until now. But the Beverly Parklands Care Home in Hull, East Yorkshire, has unveiled an innovative idea to reunite families, which is erecting this wall of perspex down the middle of the ground floor room so residents can safely sit one side as families enter from outside and sit on the other. Police officer Richard said, when she walked in, Nana was absolutely full of smiles and immediately held out her arms for me to pass her Isla. Ah. She was holding the glass to touch Isla's hands. Isla was laughing and waving and playing peekaboo with her dress and it was so moving. I can't give her the cuddle I want to yet, but the fact I can now see her means so much. Our visits reducing to nothing was heartbreaking and I felt the loss of her. She may have forgotten the visit by tonight, but in the moment it meant so much to her. Christine Eyre, 65, arrived with her husband Mike and golden retriever Ted, named after her dad Ted Lancaster, 94, who lived with them before Alzheimer's led to the care home. It was difficult to tell he was more overjoyed. Ted the dog, excitedly rubbing his wet nose all over the perspex. Or Ted the dad, doing the same. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to hell for that one. Ted the dad, transfixed by his old pal. Ted would always come and get me when dad got up in the night at home, um, confides Christine in tears after a visit, bless her. They're best mates, it's been dreadful not to be there for dad. To tell him I love him and to see him say he loves me, that's made such a difference. Sitting by another Perspex wall in nearby Westfield Park Care Home in Ghoul, it was Tom Fika's turn for tears when he got a visit from his daughter Carol, 74. A fall landed the 93-year-old in hospital during lockdown and without visitors he became depressed, I bet he did. Carol is a blossom and I've really missed her, he admits. It was very emotional in the room and I feel much better now for having seen her. Ah. That lovely. What difference a bit of perspex can make. Um, if you've got any kind of uplifting stories like that, any moments where you've thought, ah, do you know what, there, there's something I might have taken for granted before all this happened, give me a shout, will you? I'd love to hear it. 0344 499 1000 is the number to call. And I know that I, um, I know that I rattle through that quite quickly, so let me go a bit slower. 0344 499 1000. Um, already the Mike versus Ken uh, poll on Twitter has um, <laughs> has started, I mean it's causing controversy as you would expect in Twitter. We're in very divided times. Harry Reid says, Mike, come on, life on the edge. <laughs> Pete Dylan Trenchard, I'm not going to read out what you said, but let's just say he's not a fan of either. Neither is Annie, who would uh, rather shove wasps up her nostrils. <laughs> Aaron says not on the same frequency as Kenneth. Jason says he's reported it is too controversial. And Jojo says, Mike, I'd never need to buy pants again. Oh, yeah, because he's got a knicker factory. I thought for a minute you were saying something rather risque. Uh, 0344 499 1000. And yeah, um, JJ Frog has sent me something through. He says, did you see the COVID news today? Um, this was about monkeys escaping with COVID-19 samples after attacking a lab assistant. Now, I'm not saying these monkeys knew what they were doing. Let's read this. A gang of monkeys attacked a lab assistant and escaped with a batch of coronavirus blood test samples, it has been reported. 
The bizarre incident saw a troop of primates launch their assault near Mirut Medical College in Delhi, India. According to local media, the animals then snatched COVID-19 blood test samples that had been taken from three patients and fled. But here's the question. What do they want with those samples? Do you think that somewhere there is a monkey laboratory that decided that we're not capable of doing this thing ourselves? I mean, if they're able to organise to be able to take a nurse down and steal her samples, then perhaps they're able to work on a vaccine. I, for one, would be very grateful to welcome our monkey overlords if they could do that for us. 0344 499 1000. Angela's in Coventry. Hello, Angela. Hello, Catherine. Hello. Hello. <laughs> nice to speak to you again. You too. How have you been? Oh, I'm, I've been fine. I've been fine. I've been very poorly, but I'm, I'm all right now. Oh, yeah. no. What, poorly with what? It was with shingles. Oh, blimey. <laughs> the same that's, a, time as, that's very nasty. Mm, I had a feeling that it, it was definitely shingles. Mm. <laughs> Been strange times, hasn't it? Mm. I say that, you can say that again, yeah. <laughs> so are, are you are you shielding or are you able to go out within um, reason? I'm able to go out. The, the, the first two weeks in... in um, was it when the first lockdown was around? Yeah. I can't remember now. I've been that busy. The first two weeks I had to stay in, um, it was just me, my dad, um, and then Dave's mum. We all had texts from our GP. My mum didn't. Right. Um, which was strange. And, um, but it, just the three of us. Are you all staying um, in the same house then? No, um, okay. my my mum lives a bit further away, okay. so I can't see her at the minute. Yeah. But um, because um, but they see each other in a car park do the two meters distance, <laughs> and and I felt a bit uh, at a loss. Yeah. Um, I missed uh, what I missed. Um, they didn't give us time to say goodbye to our friends at the library. That was hard, um, but um, did, did you know when they, they had that party? Which party? The PD party. Didn't you know the the um, the, the the memorial party a few weeks back? Oh, um, the VE day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um, well, you know when he mentioned that when he came on the and I said to my partner, "You wait." He's not going to uplift it, and I was mm. right because yeah. um, you know he was watching. So to to me, it's it's good if we had this last bit just to check it out. But yeah. um, I felt around here, nowhere does a lie. I thought I was watching Starsky and Hitch outside. Oh really? Uh, Why? Yeah. Or the sirens? Yeah, you did. It, it was just like. And I thought, hang on a minute, it's not fair that we couldn't see our families, but they were doing the opposite. <laughs> what, what do you yeah. mean? Well, they were hanging they out could, with their mates? Yeah, I was watching all right. And then, like, I thought, what did they just done, Catherine? Mm, anyway, I know. It was, a, it was a lockdown. And I know it was hard, but... We did it. I know. 
I know it's galling, isn't it? But still, you can only concentrate yeah. on what you're doing and you know you've done yeah. the right thing. Because here's the thing, yeah. I would never be able to forgive myself if I knew that I put someone else at risk, whether that's a family member or a neighbour or whoever it might be. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Saying that, because all in this block, um, yeah, I won't put myself at risk. I won't see any of my neighbours. I wouldn't let come near me. And no. um, all, all my neighbours have worked right through the the actual lockdown, and they're they? telling me, yeah, they've been non-stop, and a lot of them, my neighbour, telling me she had the testing and she was negative, mm. and and she said she said we can't see hands, we're not allowed, and my nurse next door she had the symptoms, and she said it was just. No stopping here. We, we all pulled together, and I made. Uh, we was just like all got close again. Yeah. They they really worked hard, Catherine. Some work nights, and do you know what they had to do? Some of the workers were here. They had to like take a letter, so they didn't get stopped by the police. Like they had to have a badge. Yeah. To say say they were going to work. Well, this is it. I mean, when I was still going out to work, I was prepared mm. to be stopped, but I, didn't, I, I never saw anyone being stopped at all, not even during the sort of very first bit of the lockdown where we were told that we could expect, you know, to be stopped. Mm. never happened. Yeah. Do you miss your friends, Catherine, at work? Um, I miss, yeah, I, I do to an extent. I miss having a little bit of independence. I miss being able to you know, look smart, go out to work, have a purpose um, and to, it's 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 exciting working in London. I never thought I would say that because I always kind of swerved it and never really understood when my friends were saying, you've got to come and work here. And I was never really bothered about it. But, you know, it's, um, you feel like you're doing something, um, you feel like you're doing something exciting and, you know, there's loads of sights and sounds. Whenever I bring my daughters in um, to town, Sometimes they come with me to work just to have a look around and stuff. It's all really exciting. It's exciting to them. My eldest always has the window wound down so she can smell all the restaurants and hear the sounds and look at the light. You know, she finds it really um, thrilling. And I get that. I completely get that. And sometimes on the drive home when there's no traffic around, you know, it feels like I've got London to myself. It's a beautiful place. It's a really beautiful place. But, you know, I'm willing to hang on. I'm willing to hang on until it's safe and then I'll go back. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to hang on. I'm willing to hang on for another I say another few weeks. Yeah. Um from so my from my I can't pronounce one. Um sorry. Um from my um point of view Yeah. Um like I can see when I see people in the square I say two meters. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not over yet. I'm I'm very strict. I just miss miss everyone, Catherine. Yeah, I do. I I get that. I get that. And it's going to be strange. I think it's going to be strange being in areas where there are lots of other people, because we've kind of over the last. 10 weeks started seeing other people as obstacles you know if I take the girls out for a walk for example we're always looking off into the distance to see and you know whether there's another family coming the opposite way or a dog walker or whatever it might be and then it's a matter of just making sure we're far enough ways for, for it to be safe and so they know that we're going to move as well so we've started sort of seeing 
other human beings as obstacles. So it's going to be strange, yeah. you know, being amongst them again, mm. if, uh, if and when that happens. Yeah, probably soon. But do you know what I found strange? Mm. I didn't have enough hours in the lockdown to do all my hobbies. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what, what do I do today? Um, what hobby shall I do today? Well, you're lucky that you've got something like that that can keep you occupied. Mm. Yeah, I, I did. I've always liked my bedroom anyway. I'll just like I'm a deep thinker, and I tend to um, my mind went. I I did have my ups and downs. Yeah, but um, that he just wanted to do it slowly. In yeah. in my opinion, mm. did you know well, the dentists are coming back? Yeah, because I got a text message this morning about the dentist because my eldest oh, is supposed to have had braces fit, fitted in the last couple of months and she was all excited about it. And then, of course, everything got thrown out the window. So they're going to start rescheduling appointments soon. Oh, good. Um, yeah, she's looking mm. forward to it. She wants to go back to school. You know, I don't think she understands why I'm slightly worried about it. But her school's not taking kids back um, mm. next week. They're going to oh. hang on a bit longer. Mm. My, 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 the same, my niece and nephews and that, and they want to go back, yeah. She, she misses think... her mates, and I keep trying to sort of prepare her as much as I can for the fact that it won't be the same, and, mm. you know, you're going to have to stay away from each other, and that, that might be quite difficult to remember for the first few weeks, mm. you know. I Although think I think, might... Angela, I'm not, I'm, if I can, I'm going to keep her back until September, unless something radical changes, um, and by that I mean that I feel like, they'll be safe going back and um, and everyone will be safe when they go back, then there may be. But at this point, I think, well, why not hang on till September now? I can, you know, I'm at home anyway. I don't need them to go back. I know that a lot of parents are not in that position. But, mm. um, yeah, I've um, been told a lot of college staff have gone back to open up and start working, getting everything ready. I think it's like they're getting all the, like, the two-metre signs Awareness, I've been told. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think my daughter's school were talking about the sage advice and they said that we were told that if we hung on another two weeks, then the kids would be less likely to, 50% less likely to be infected or something. So they said, mm. well, that, that was the end of the argument for us. We're going to hang on. Uh, I think you might be surprised kids can um, adapt because I, I saw in the square that... There were social distancing on, and they were telling the little ones to do two metres. I know. I think, we, I think we can give them credit. I think we oh, worry. For sure, for sure. Mm. I'm, to be honest, I'm less worried about the kids than I'm worried about the teachers catching something because you know how nits go through a class. Yeah, and, you know, it, I'm more worried about that. My sister's a teacher. She's going to have to go back to work, so her kids are going to oh. have to go back to school. Um, Get, so, you know, I'm just a bit... Mm. Um, I'm worried about it. I'm not going to address it Do you know what? Do you know what they're going to do here? Like, um, they got plan planning permission of the government to um, do bigger temporary buildings for the big, for some more classrooms. All right, so they can have but, smaller classes. Yeah, yeah, which I should have done a long time ago. Mm. Mm. Well, uh, let's see. It's such a weird time. We're having conversations mm. we never thought we would have. So yeah. I'm kind of, um, I'm resigned to watching and waiting, really. Do you know what? I feel rather strange, this age group. 
56 and um, Boris Johnson's 55. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought, well, around the same timeline, like my nan used to say, when she time's up, your time's up. And Yeah, but there are things time. you can do, like not going into a COVID ward and shaking everyone's hands. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I thought that, that was, was a bit of a daft strange. thing to do. It was, wasn't it? I think you let his death in there. <laughs> anyway, nice to talk to you, Angela. I'm going to oh, I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Take care of yourself. All right, you too. You too. Bye bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're listening to Talk Radio. Late night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 